This episode is sponsored by Caddyshack Bistro, your favorite new watering hole. Located next to Crust Pizza Company on Spring Cypress and Champions Forest Drive in Spring, Texas. A place where dreams come true. The finest spirits, wine, and tasty food. It's where the locals go. Use code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your next order. Stop right there, yeah. The following content does contain spoilers, yeah. You must listen at your own disregard before continuing on with the following podcast, yeah. Thank you. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. We are back from vacation, or another mini vacation. I am your host, Aaron. I'm joined by... I am the table. The table. AKA Chris, yes. <laughs> we are joined by the table. Yeah, we well, things happen in life, and you can't, they're out of your control. And we kind of took another break. So we sabbatical. took a Christmas break and then a sabbatical. Right after For that. For sure. Pretty yeah, of much. course. So you got to, uh, man. You got to treat yourself. Self care. It's a thing. Well, it, you know, life happens. Life yes. definitely happens. And when it when the unexpected things happen, you just have to deal and wait it out, and then get tested again, and then get tested again, and then get tested <laughs> again, and then you're back to your schedule. And hey, yeah. man, you know what, dude? It, it's wherever you stand on it, man. Look, the, the whole point is like this shit is unavoidable. It is the new fucking super flu. You know what I mean? Like we had Pac-Man, <laughs> we have Mrs. Pac-Man. Now we got super Pac-Man. It's the same shit. It's the it, same it, game. It's, it's a different motherboard. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, you, you can, you can try to avoid it, but the chances are you're going to get it. Yeah. And, and we can't lessen the impact. Obviously yeah. for those who may not know, it does attack people who with pre-existing conditions that I mean, but any virus does that, but this one seems to be, that's, that seems to be the milieu of this, uh, Virus particular. So well, I think how it got me was uh when I when I went off my vitamins through dot December was on antibiotics that lowered my immunity mm. and made me, you know, made my immunes much weaker and I was just acceptable and it ravaged House Garcia over here uh for for two weeks. And mm. but we all came out, no damage done. We're we're surviving and if anything, I got to watch a lot of TV. I got to watch a lot of YouTube videos. I got to watch a lot. Content. Uh, didn't, get to, didn't get to play a lot of games because I was quarantined upstairs, but got to uh, uh, watch a lot of YouTube and Netflix. And oh, hell yeah. And take some naps, right? Takes a lot of naps. Man, I was turning into Mr. Bean from that movie Rat Race where I would just fall asleep in the random places <laughs> during random points of uh, viewing. And the insomnia is what did it for me. That that's probably the worst part was the insom- was the insomnia, oh, just wow. because I wouldn't be able to fall asleep until like four a.m. And then throughout the day, I'm like watching a movie or watching a show, then pass out, wake up, wait, I have to start all over again. <laughs> wake up, it's a race, it's a race, and you start running <laughs> around those stairs. <laughs> Pretty much. So that's a deep cut, man. Rat race, I love it. Yeah, rat race. It's holy that, shit. That's a fun movie. I need to watch it again. That's a fun movie. Been a minute, yeah. For it sure. has been a minute. That one, and for some reason, Johnny English is popping in my mind now. Now I want to watch Johnny English 
Oh my god! I had I, you want, I think I, remember, I think I tried watching that one time on VHS back when it came out. Yeah. And I just wasn't a big Mr. Bean guy, so I just didn't, you know, it didn't you register like with Mr. me. Mr. Bean. My significant other was Mr. Bean, uh, and I remember <laughs> watching him uh, when I was younger. He would I, what was it on PBS? So he would pop yeah, up, PBS. like his show. Yeah. And there were some good there were some good skits on there, man. But I, you know, you know, after a while, I was just like, I kept. I guess maybe I just kept catching the same episodes. So uh, I was just like, man, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I love Mr. Bean episodes. The only thing I didn't like was the cartoon. I was not a fan of the animated series. I didn't even know he had a cartoon. He did. In my opinion, it wasn't as funny. It was like they were trying to force the same slapstick but cartoon style, but mm. with him just making the same grunts and noises instead of him talking. And it was just, just I wasn't impressed. It wasn't impressed. It, it, it was, yeah. There was no yeah. Mighty Mouse. No, it was not. <laughs> or, or Danger Mouse. Was it? Remember, do you remember Danger Mouse? I remember Danger Mouse. Holy shit. Wasn't that basically like a, a British James Bond mice or whatever? Pretty much. It was one of the James Bond ripoffs in cartoon form. Yes. It was. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. And like I said, I mentioned some content. So let's start this off kind of right. I mean, I'm feeling better now. Um, how are you? I'm good, man. You know, we... Uh, We've just been uh, plugging away over here, working, uh, the wife uh, doing what she does at her job, and of course myself, uh, you know, drawing, drawing, drawing. I'm, uh, I'm working on a set now, it's kind of cool, it's a trading card set, it's for a smaller independent uh, um, uh, create uh, studio, or whatever, okay. but it's for a set called Toy Box, and it's literally, the, the, the point of the set is to draw characters from like, the toys you had in the 80s, uh-huh. which is really cool. I don't know uh-huh. how they got all these licenses, but like here's like you know, for oh, years, wow. years it's only there's a Michelangelo uh, spinning the, spinning the pizza on his finger. Like I'm about to, and I'm about to draw some silver hawks, okay. and then I'm gonna draw some cops. Uh, okay. Hey, you said toys of the '80s, right? I have to ask. In humanoids, it's on the list. It is. Yeah, let me uh, double check because I, I I knew you're going to ask me that. <laughs> and since the cat's out of the bag, if it's on the list, let me let me look at it real quick because that, that was something I thought. Yeah, it is legit on the list. Here, you let me give you a rundown of the things I can pick to draw from on this okay. Uh, list. Okay. Brace yourself. Transformers. Okay. GI Joe. Okay. Thundercats. Better. Masters of the Universe. Even better. Yeah. TMNT. Okay. Good. Dude visionaries remember those guys with the holograms on their yeah. chest yeah the, the holograms yeah 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 uh mask well, all the guys okay. with little, little figurines yeah the cars uh, the cars mm-hmm. right the transforming cars yeah. yeah yeah uh micronauts nice yeah sectars did you have did you ever have the bug that was you put that had a glove you put your hand in the glove and you put the sectar guy on the back of your the saddle of your arm no i didn't have and that, that was i, did I not got have... lucky i guess yeah, yeah you got lucky I, I again I, I I bring this up. I lived in a household where one of the parents was very. Um, if the toy looked demonic, I was oh, not man. allowed to have it. Or if it looked scary, I was not allowed to have it. So I miss out on a lot of things. <laughs> no, you didn't miss out on a lot of things. Certain people missed out on some things that could have pawned later on for some pretty good money. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> that, Just yeah, saying. I'm, yeah, that too. Going by what I've been told. So anyway. Battle Beast. Do you remember the Battle Beast? The I remember guys? Battle Beast. The I had a few of those. On their chest? Yeah, the They're elements. So the elemental yeah. ones. Yeah. Dude. Centurions. Okay. Uh, Silverhawks. She-Ra. Go-Bots. 
Here's one that you probably won't be ready for. Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. I remember them. You remember that? I remember them. Holy crap. Muscles. The little pink muscle guys. I'm excited about that, dude. I might I might have to draw a bunch of those on one <laughs> card, like a whole bunch of them just fighting each other. Yeah. Uh cops and humanoids, army ants. What army ants? Wow. You remember those? I remember those, like the black and the red ants. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, yeah. those. Um, Dino Riders. Oh, oh. dude. God, unbelievable. Oh, now, honestly, this one I don't remember very well. Tiger Sharks? Yes, vaguely. Think Silver Hawks, but underwater. Oh, okay, okay. Street Sharks. Okay. Power Rangers. Wait, which Power Rangers? There's several. Uh, I'm, I'm, I would say the safe bet would be Mighty Morphin, I okay. would imagine. Okay. But then again, it's uh, it says '80s, but maybe they're dipping in the '90s too. I don't know, but well, okay. The I, I think the original series came out in the late '70s, early '80s, like the what we call the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, the Super Sentai. Or the Super, Super Sentai came out okay. then, I believe. Ooh, okay, if well, I'm mistaken, to... yeah. If I'm mistaken, I'm mistaken, but I believe that we were like ten years late on each series as it evolved. But it was all just. Uh... Like all the fighting scenes were just ported over from the original series, anyway. Yes. So if I drew a Yellow Ranger, the Yellow Ranger was a Yellow Ranger. Yeah, yeah. One way or the other, yeah. They were two okay. tigers, the Yellow Ranger. Yeah. Noise, noise. So Voltron. Okay. Robotech, Shogun Warriors. Oh, I remember Shogun Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monsters in my pocket. Do you remember that? I remember those. I remember those. Yeah, dude. Sky Commanders. <laughs> I remember Sky Commanders. Do you remember Captain Power? You can yes, play the, 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 the Nintendo gun. Yeah. Yeah, the Nintendo gun. No, Apparently I can. No, 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 no this... I'm thinking that's Captain N. Captain Power yeah, was well, the laser blast guy. Yes, they were like GI Joes, but like not as articulated and kind of cheaply yeah. made. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Bionic Six, which I honestly don't remember very well. Bionic I, okay, I do. I know Bionic, Bionic Six only because I saw the arcade game at a Kroger's a long time ago, and the oh. art and the game looked pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, this sounds pretty metal and I don't remember it because I think these guys, I thought these guys were part of Mo- Masters of the Universe, but Rock okay. Lords? I remember Rock Lords. Yeah, I remember I remember them. Um, I think there were some kind of crossovers with some of the characters for the toy line, I think. Right, because uh, like didn't they like, they, they like, like fold up into rocks? Yeah. Those, those yeah. guys, and like one yeah. was called Rock On and somebody was, somebody, you know. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay. Brave Star. I remember Brave Star. Yeah, mobile suit Gundam, Aaron. Okay, because it's the '80s, that would be my that would be my favorite, the Grandpa, the uh, Arc seventy eight two. Send me some pictures of the ones you think I should consider for this. Well, uh... For Gundam, there's only there's really only one. That's there, well, I'll take that back. There's three that are recognizable by everybody now, but the one that's world that's world widely known is the Arc seventy eight. That's the that's one the with white the shield. One? That's the one that was in Ready Player One. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the white one with the the thing on his head. Yeah, the white, the white, white, red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, basically. red, white, and blue. He's got the red shield with the cross on. He's got the the beam yeah. sword, or he's got the bazooka. Yeah, that's the one that's like worldwide known that that's everybody cool. knows. That's awesome. Uh, Power Lords, which I don't know if I remember Power Lords very well. I vaguely remember them. Now I will have to admit some of these names that you're making that you're mentioning. I remember because I did research on them after I listened to Toy Rewind podcast. That's part of Cross Streams Media. They t- they would talk about some of these titles, and that would bring back yeah, yeah. memories. And I would research the toys, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. I had that." So uh, so continue. I, I did I did some of that, man, because they were talking about some of the TMNT toys on yeah. that episode, and I went back and I was like, "Oh, I wish I would have had this. Wish I would have had that." 
Um, Chris Starr. Don't remember that one. I don't remember that one. Vaguely. I think they were kind of like the... I think Chris Starr was based off a Marvel comic book. I think. Oh, wait. Is that the... Is that where... Um, oh, what... Uh, the singer from uh, The Misfits, when he went off on his own. Danzig. Is that the Danzig logo? Where he, he took it from Chris Starr? He might have. I think like so. He ripped, he ripped off the Chris Starr comic cover and made his uh, Danzig logo? I think you're right. I have to double check that. But okay. It sounds right. Uh, okay. Black Star. No, don't remember that one. Yeah, me either. Uh, Dino Saucers? Yes, I remember that. Okay, Dino Saucers. Imagine Street Blah, blah, blah. blah. Imagine street sharks, but as dinosaurs, they came from outer space. So dino saucers is because dinosaur aliens, they came down in saucers. And you oh, had, wait, hold on. Yeah. Wasn't there like a T-Rex, you have like a little thing on his head. Uh, they have like armor and shit like that on their head. Yeah, like, the, like, yeah, they all wore, they all wore armor. They all wore kind of have blaster guns. Basically, oh. they're kind, yeah, they're kind of like G.I. Joe dinosaurs. Okay. okay. They're like G.I. Joe dinosaurs. I do remember that. Zoids. I remember not being into Zoids as a kid. I remember, well, which one? There are two different Zoids. There were Zoids, and then there were, then there were Zoids Chaotic Century. I just remember the re- the regular one then. Okay, the white line, the white liger, or the blue liger. Don't give me the line. I have no idea. <laughs> well, like, well, there are two different ones. Like the one um, that was in the main episodic, like the main, like I guess, kid friendly show. Uh, I believe was what was white. The one that was in Chaotic Century, I believe, was the blue one. Uh. And and uh, the chaotic century one had a better storyline. So I watched that one like at three three or five a.m. when I got home from Walmart from working at Walmart. That would come on in the morning. And I would oh, wow. watch it, and the storyline was for a kids show. The storyline was amazing because it was war. It was like Gundams but with robot animals. So, nice, that's awesome. Very good. And then Starriers, which another, I think Starriers was another that had a, a comic book tie-in. I remember. I don't kid. remember that one. I don't remember that one. So, but yeah, no, this is an interesting set, man. Like I, and yeah. I'm not doing a, I'm not doing a whole, whole lot for them. It's probably like 20 or 20 cards or so, but like, I'm just pretty stoked to get back and into drawing some, <laughs> you know, toys from when I was a kid. Pretty awesome. So, so you're going to send these cards off. You're going to get the artist prints back, right? Uh, they gave me artist prints already. I think I've got like, what appears to be like six or eight artist proofs. Okay. So I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with those yet, but I'm just saying, if you make any humanoids ones, I will <laughs> buy the artist proofs off you. Noted. All right. I'm, I'm a big Inhumanoids fan. It, it was a, to me, it was it was a show before its time that had toys before their time, and yeah, it, it was ahead. It was ahead of the game. What if uh, you know we we'll have to discuss this a little more then because um, it would be really cool to do like three of the artist proofs and do like a three card puzzle yes like a okay. big battle scene or something like that i think that would be pretty dope that would be pretty cool with all three of the giants uh that would be pretty cool uh and if you wanted to th- and if you wanted to throw an easter egg in there for the for the hardcore fans for, for that set when you draw metlar like that's that's the lava one that one that looks like kind of like a fire ogre mm-hmm. if you have the statue of liberty behind him like pointing at him angrily okay and only and really only hardcore fans would get that reference. Well, what's 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 the deal with that? Uh, in the show, somehow the Statue of Liberty became alive and became the date or slash wife of Metlar, 
And she was always kind of nagging him behind the scenes. Like when they were there in his lair, she would nag him around. <laughs> so he married the Statue of Liberty, or dated awesome. the Statue of Liberty, and she would nag him in, like, you know, as a bossy wife, nag him. And it was oh hilarious. It was stupid and hilarious at the same time. Admittedly, that's pretty damn cool. <laughs> so as like an Easter egg for the card set, if you threw that in there, it would be hilarious and at the same time kind of awesome. Okay. Duly noted. I like that. So. And then Dino Riders, I mean, there's really Dude. only two there's really only two dinosaurs in the whole show that people cared about. The T-Rex and the Brachiosaurus. That's it. That was the, the big long neck one, right? Yeah, the big long neck one with like the yes. big like tank on the side. Yeah. Have those you seen are... what those things go for now? Those yes. toys? Insane. Will, they go for insane amounts just for the broken ones. That's not including the ones that actually still work. Yeah. The ones that actually work and that are not broken or you know, still semi-fragile. Go for crazy amounts. It's it's insane. So, yeah, that's crazy. So, congrats on that. I know uh, on that gig. That's really cool. It is pretty cool, man. It's something that I normally don't break off and do like smaller independent type sets usually. Yeah. But it, this speaks to my heart, man. Like, I mean, I have to say, like, I would say ninety percent of this I remember fondly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just like, oh hell yeah, dude. So like, I've been like. I drew that Michelangelo one, uh, and then I'm I'm really tempted to draw a Silverhawks one for the next Do one, like the leader, the, like the silver yeah. guy. Oh man! And then That's Lino, awesome. come on, so good. So so let's kind of go down and see those titles that, that I know that you enjoy, and and pick and pick your favorite character off that series. I want you to pick your favorite character. So turtles, the whole turtles oh. line, the whole turtles run. Who's your favorite character of all of them? Uh, Raphael. Raphael? I was Raph guy. Yeah. I've already told you mine. Mine's Mondo Gecko. For some reason, that stupid skateboarding gecko is my favorite. <laughs> He's my cool, favorite. man. He was a freaking cool figure. Uh, he is. He's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go Dino Riders. Which one was your favorite in that? You know what? I remember having the... Um, what's the one that looks like a, like an armadillo? It had like a bunch of spikes on its back. Oh, the Stegosaurus? No, it was like oh the Ankylosaurus. Yeah, it was kind of like uh like those um turtles you jump on in Mario Brothers. They had yeah. the spikes. It's like yeah, that. An- yeah, that sounds like the Ankylosaurus. Yeah. I had that one. Okay, I played with them all the time. Uh, well, the one I wanted was a T Rex. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, the the one I had was the Raptor, where the guy like rode the Raptor, like kind of like the Joust characters in the Joust video game. You know, oh, sat awesome. on the back. So I had a few of the Raptors. Uh, and let's see what else. What's another? Okay, Thundercats. What's your favorite Thundercat? Man, that's tough. Um, I know it's gonna sound dumb. Okay. I mean, obviously you want to say Lino, but everybody likes Lino. It's a given. Yeah. I well, like. People say they people. When I ask people what their favorite Thundercat was in the past, they've all they've all picked Panthero. Everybody really? picks Panthero. Yeah. What do you think? Because the nunchucks and like the bald head and everything. I think the nunchucks, his voice and the way he just was, like the, the way he was. Smooth operator. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, honestly, the, the, the characters that got me most excited when I watched were Wiley Kid and Wiley Cat. Okay. Fair because enough. I was a kid, you know what I mean? So I was yeah. just like, I kind of saw myself in them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I got to go Tigro. I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, the whole thing is cool. Yeah. I mean, I know you hate yeah. Snarf, right? Uh, you're not much can't. on, you're not much on silly side characters. <laughs> no, it depends on the sidekick character. It depends. Snarf, I, I didn't find him annoying as much as Orko, but, uh, he... I I don't have that hate. I don't have the Orco hate for him. So did you did you have the the straw uh, little I straw did. thing for him? The Burger the Burger King straw clip. Yeah, I did. Ha- I had like three or four of those. 
Yeah, those are yeah. dope. <laughs> everybody, I think everybody had those in like the the, the late eighties. You had, had to, those. yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I don't remember much of the Silverhawks. I remember them, but I just don't remember a lot of them. I like the uh, cowboy guy. There was a cowboy guy with a cowboy hat and the red. Uh, yeah, he had the, like he had the, the little pistols. He had the little mm-hmm. pistol weapons. Remember him? Uh, that's. I mean, he had a he had a massive list. So. Okay, let me let me throw some at you then. Hold on. Okay. Uh, okay, for you, tell me about your favorite from uh, uh, Battle Beast. Oh, Battle Beast. Okay. My favorite was prob. There was a seahorse that was a water beast. That looked that, that he looked Ooh. really cool. He there was a seahorse, and then there was also I think it was stag, that was wood. Uh, he had, and I think the stag had like just really cool looking antlers, and he had a sword that looked really cool. But That's the right. seahorse, but the seahorse I think came with either a staff or he came with two daggers. I forget what he did, what he came with. But I remember the seahorse and I remember the stag, and those were really cool. My favorite was the rhinoceros. The rhino. Yeah. Cool. That was, was really cool. That's really um, cool. What about uh, cops? I think his name was Longarm. The the black dude, right? The, no, the he, well, he he had like the grappling hook that he had uh, that he would capture people with, like a long what? like capture hook. That's the why black, they called him Longarm. Was it the black guy with the trench coat and the, and the sunglasses? Uh, I think he might have sunglasses. I mean, I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look this up now. Hold on. But yeah, his name was. I remember his name being Longarm. And uh, uh, he had like a grappling hook, uh, uh, like attack or a thing. Let's see. This is good content. Me looking things up on the computer. Let's see. No, no, he was just a regular. He was a regular looking cop character. Blonde hair. He looked like he looked like a blonde bison. Um. I'm looking at a picture of him now, blonde but he bison? had like a, he looked like M. Bison for Street Fighter, but blonde. And what he did was he had like a grappling hook oh, okay. on his arm that he would like capture people with. And I thought that was kind of cool because that kind of reminded me of a uh, clamp trap from a uh, masters. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He was cool. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, man. I went to, um, I went to Super Happy Incredible Toys earlier today uh-huh. uh, because I had to go put uh, some money down on a spot for their next toy show. Okay. And uh, they had a bunch of loose cops figures in there for sale. Did you get any of them or did you pass? Uh, I passed for now because uh, I, I just couldn't, I mean, I just couldn't afford to go buy it. I mean, they, they were cool, man. My favorite one was the guy with, um, the guy with the, uh, I guess he had the dog, had the the dog uh, training oh, thing okay. on his arm and shoulder. Yeah, um, yeah. Sergeant Mace. That's right. I think he was called Sergeant Mace. He was to me, he was the coolest looking one. And honestly, <laughs> the bad guy, the lead bad guy, the big, the big uh, kingpin looking dude, was cool looking too. He was. I was no, one of the kids that list, had to have villains. You know, after hearing your list, I'm surprised that there were three names or three titles that didn't make that list. Thinking back on it now, my pet monster, hmm. garbage pill kids. Oh wow! Oh wow! And Mad Balls. You know, see the okay. Here's the thing: I have to assume <laughs> that they didn't get the license. Or? Yeah, I have to assume that they got lucky and got all these licenses to draw all these yeah. characters. 
Uh, I don't know how they went about it, but so I mean, I'm, I'm assuming everything's only up and up. I, one would have to assume. Uh, that, I'm sure hoping because cool. like, this is this is exciting as hell for me to draw these characters and get paid to do it. That's dope as hell. But like, uh, yeah, I can. I mean, I can see where maybe those, especially garbage pill kids, would probably be a hard license to get. Maybe you know what I mean? Because yeah. Tops, I think Tops still puts out garbage pill kids cards. They still put out the card. In fact, they just released a. Um, they're gonna do. It's like little mini trash cans with like packs of cards inside these little plastic mini like slime coming out decorated trash cans. It's pretty cool looking. That's dope. Yeah, I mean the packaging is great. The cards content might be otherwise, but uh, it's pretty cool though. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Can you but, imagine yeah, if Neca? Can you imagine if Neca made cops figures like updated cops figures? Well, McFarlane now. McFarlane got that license. I mean, I, I love NECA, but for the action like feature for figures, I would rather have McFarlane cover that aspect, or Super Seven, or Super Seven. Okay, I thought you were about to, I thought you were telling me that legit McFarlane has the license. For no, 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 figures no, 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 to no, make no. new figures. I was like, whoa, what? No, no, no. no. I, I I wish, but no. Um, oh I'm God. I'm just saying with that with the action feature for mm-hmm. some of the cops characters. I would rather have McFarlane or Super 7 cover that. Uh, I love NECA with the detail and everything for the price quality for that. But NECA's action features that they've done with like even the light-up stuff is hit or miss. That's true. So That's true. I, I would have to go for action feature like that with either like NECA, I mean not NECA, with either McFarlane or um, Super 7. That's fair. That's so fair. I would say that. I would definitely say yeah. that. So... Uh, speaking of toy, and again, congrats on that. Uh, there's like there, there's like too many there's like two jumping two jumping points I wanted to ask. Uh, first jumping point. Speaking of artwork, uh, I sent you an email that uh, Pokemon sent out about looking for card artists. Dang it! I knew I there was something you sent me. Yep. Aaron, I'm 40 years old. And I, uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm forgetting stuff all the time. So yeah, you know what? I need to pick your brain about that outside of the podcast because if we yeah, talk we about talk anything about here and give things away, because I'd love to take a shot at that. That would be awesome. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you can draw pre-existing Pokemon just in different, you know, different doing different yes. things or yes, like you can add clothes and crap like that. You can do different stuff or what? Well, you could do. We'll, we'll talk off air about that. Okay. We'll okay. talk off air, and by the time this airs, this will be like a week later, so it'll be okay. good. But we'll talk off air about that. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm second part is. Speaking of toys, um, leaks have happened for Marvel Legends in the form of, what? since it's 2022, this is 60 years of Spider-Man. And Marvel oh, Legends <laughs> is going to do full uh, Spider-Man lines. They're supposed to, we're supposed to get a full line plus exclusives. Uh. Plus exclusives. Oh, and just wait till I tell you what the exclusives are. So... Uh, so for the main for the main wave uh, is you're getting Panny Parker and her robot, which will probably be in the big box. That'll be oh everywhere. man, that'll be available everywhere. Okay, it's not a Target exclusive. Are there, are there Target? No. There's got to be Target exclusives in this. There right? is a Target exclusive, and you want me to tell me? You want me to tell you that now or wait for the end? I'll wait. <laughs> okay, so we're okay. So we're getting Panny Parker with her robot. Okay. Uh, awesome. We're gonna get another lizard. Oh, hold on a second. The Penny Parker and the robot. Is this based off Spider Verse? <coughs> yes, based off Spider Verse. Oh, sweet. Okay. And so, so we get yeah, a new okay. lizard? We're getting a new lizard, a 616 lizard, supposedly. 
616. Okay. So, well, so like the lot, one of the previous Marvel Legend waves had to build a lizard figure. The build a figure was a lizard, but people did not like his dinosaur looking head. Oh, okay. So, the, the leak said that the new lizard that comes out will have two different heads. Some people are thinking that we'll get the, uh, the, the one head that had like the fin that went up like a mohawk for the, uh, for the um, Ramita Jr. run. Okay. And then we'll get a, a regular classic lizard head. Okay. Uh, another announcement was we're getting the first appearance Spider-Man with the pit armpits with the pit webbing. Oh, okay. Oh, oh so kind of like the Spider-Man classics before the Legends? Yes. Yes, ah, but, but legends. But okay. you know, a better sculpt, a better look, and everything like that. Sure, sure. All of that. Uh, we are going to get the 1970s live action Spider-Man figure from the the 70s live action show, with like mm-hmm. the with like the two big gauntlets on the arms, the wrists. That's really happening. yes, dude. Are they gonna, they should give you an unmasked head for that. They said they don't know about the unmasked head, but they said the sculpt for the arm gauntlets had a lot of detail. For like, the, for, like the, awesome. for like the web the web shooter gauntlets had a Dude, lot of detail. W- way overdue, way overdue. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that. Uh, we're getting a, a '90s animated series Spider-Man. What? With with uh, interchangeable heads. He will have his Peter Parker head. He will have his half Spider-Man, half Peter Parker head, and he'll have a full Spider-Man head. Man, that's dope as hell. So you'll get the Spider Sense like head. On there, it'd be kind of cool if they could like, put, you know, if they had like a thing with a little hole in the back of his hair, you pop it on where it's got that that crazy looking color behind his face. That you might know, be happening, but the fact that he's got three heads to kind of switch out might include that feature. But that was for the '90s, for the '90s cartoon, it had three heads. This is the leak. That's um, badass. Uh, trying, I'm trying to recall everything. Okay, for the Amazon exclusive, there were two of them. There are two Amazon exclusives. First one up. Spider Woman and um, uh, crap, Spider Woman and uh, a silk two pack, Spider Woman silk two pack, like Jessica Drew, red, black, and yellow. Well, that's the thing, don't know. We don't know if it's Jessica Drew or if it's Aranya or if it's you know, pregnant, pregnant, pregnant Jessica Drew with sunglasses or whatever the hell it was that they did. Not that, I'm not saying they should, but I mean, whatever. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. know if it's the black and white Spider Woman, the red and gold Spider Woman, or the new younger Spider Woman. We don't know, but whoever it is, okay. it's going to be two packed with silk. Dope. But okay. silk and but silk in her webbed like her webbed costume, like her webbing costume. Oh, cool! That's awesome. Another two pack. Um, I forget the character's name, but it's the the it's the main villain from like the Venom, the, like the guy with the long white hair. That has the Venom Lord. Uh Noel. Yeah, Noel. Noel. It's a two-pack Noel with Venom. Oh god damn it. And we don't know which Venom we're getting, but Noel is two-packed with Venom. That's... If it's if it's Noel, it's a Noel Venom two-pack. Yeah. There's a good possibility that both of those figures are gonna have wings. Probably. Probably. So could be interesting. Could be, yeah. I think it will be. Uh another two-pack. I believe. Oh wait! Before I jump to Target stuff, uh, also we're getting a new Iron Spidey, the the, the nice. classic com- the classic comic book, the Golden Red, with the three tendrils nice. coming at the back. Uh, that's getting a re-release or a coming out. Um, also, Future Foundation Spidey is going to get a Marvel Legend. 
Because I know when that okay. one came out, people were pissed about either A, the bad paint job, or B, they could not find it. Because yeah. I remember it was a Future Foundation Spidey and a Stealth Suit Spidey that were hard to find. Or if you did find them, the paint jobs were terrible. They were yeah. just bad. So bad. So those are going to be in that wave as well. Um, of course, Japanese Spider-Man is going to be in that wave that's as well. That's going to be dope. Uh, I that's the one I want. That's the one I want for sure. Is that one? That's the one, the main one I want. Then you got to get a freaking uh Zord, you got to get a big uh Zord well, to go with it. Well, what do you think the build a figure is going to be? Oh, shit. are you kidding me? Is that really what it's going to be? That's what the that's what the league said was that the build a figure would be Leo Putteron. Wow, dude, that's gonna be badass. Okay, so for the target exclusives now. The two pack is your they're they're, they're they are doing the renew your vowels two packs yes. with Spinneret and Spider Man, but Spider Man will have an interchangeable head oh, with really? Peter Parker. Yes, people are saying that cool. they're just going to reuse. Remember the remember the Spider Man that came with the pizza. They're just reuse that one. They're just going to use that figure, but with a different head sculpt, like a different interchangeable head. For that one, I mean, you know, you gotta cut costs somewhere. I mean, yeah, money, you do, you have to throw reprints out. I mean, re Feature Foundation is a reprint, uh, Iron Spidey is a reprint, so you gotta throw them out there somewhere. You gotta throw them out there somehow. Um, the leak also said that there might be a Miles Morales chase or Miles Morales variant where he's like half turning invisible, like he's gonna be clear. Oh man, that'd be dope. And they said that might be a target or that might be a Walgreens exclusive oh, for that one. Now, both terrible choices. Now, the main target exclusive, and we talked about this. I said this was a wish list that was happening after No Way Home. Toby Maguire Spider Man is the target exclusive. Oh no, that means we're never going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toby Maguire Spider Man is going to be the Marvel Legend. God damn it. So, we, With, wait. With the 3D webbing on his suit. Like, he'll have the 3D webbing bumps on his suit. Oh, man. Okay, that's awesome. Uh-huh. But you didn't say anything about Andrew Garfield at all. That's just wave one for, oh, Jesus. for okay. uh, 2022. They're supposed to do okay. two full waves with yeah, exclusives and everything. There's going to have to be an Andrew Garfield in that. I mean, I didn't say anything. They didn't mention anything about 2099. Or, or the new Miles. Or the little girl from... um. Uh, Mayday Parker or uh, the little girl from Renew Your Vowels, their daughter. Oh, uh, okay. Several other characters that have not, or different Spider-Man that have not been mentioned. I need a bombastic bag, man. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Or yes. just Spider-Man wearing the blue Fantastic Four suit. That would be bad, yes. Whenever yes. he became part of the Fantastic, when he became the new Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm, that'd be sick. But that is wave one for the from the from the leaks that have been posted in Reddit God. or ones that are coming out mm, 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 for ones that are coming out. Um, someone else said that uh, in that Reddit thread, someone else said that they saw sculpts of a Ned Leeds that would be two packed with P with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. So okay. a future okay. two pack might be Ned and might be Ned and Peter. This one, this one might be odd, mm -hmm. but um well, you know, first off, question: uh, the Miles Morales from uh, Into the Spider Verse, did they make him with his like uh, hoodie and shoes and stuff like that? No, no, they just straight up just gave him the black suit. We need that. 
that you mean prototype one suit? Yeah, him with like his hoodie, like yeah. and, and the his, Jordans? His Jordans and stuff like that. I oh think the, my god! I think the Jordans might be the reason why they couldn't do that. I think the well, Jordans that's fine. Would... Then just make some, <laughs> make it look just kind of you know, give it the Harwin treatment. You know what I mean? Give it the off, give it the off, off Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah, give uh, it the bootleg we, treatment. Yeah, we need that. We need that something serious. I agree. And I, I definitely agree. We need a two pack of them getting the computer from the female Doc Ock, or a three pack with female Doc Ock and you know, Schlubby Pete. I don't right. think they'll do three packs anymore because the three packs didn't sell whenever they did Marvel. The multi packs, yeah, that's true. They they're were hard to sell. Only, yeah. only the the super collectors buy them, and then they, when the super collectors buy them, they try to flip the extras, and nobody ends up buying them. Yeah, that's they, true. They, they don't. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess my whole point of doing that was it would be cool if they had uh, uh, Miles in his uh, dime store uh, <laughs> suit, Spider Man suit. suit. Yeah, Oh, I mean, hopefully they bar- they hopefully they start bringing back the chase Marvel Legend figures because that would be pretty cool if they start bringing back the chases because that that'd was be, that'd be awesome. That was fun, but with my only fear is now with like with the amount of collectors that collect Marvel Legends now, chase figures are are going to be so impossible to find. See, I'm gonna and I'm gonna have to cover that with you in a little bit because yeah. I have got some some stuff. I've got news that's going to make you sick. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, but, but uh yeah so, so, what, so what do you think of that that whole list of spider-man for wait that's just wave one that's just i'm wave down one. for it i'm down for it. i mean uh dude it's getting to the point where fuck man it's it's hard because i like elites i like aew figures i yeah. like pops which i should which i as much <laughs> as i complain about pops and how much of a pain in the butt it is to have to find them yeah just for your collection not much you know, us having a store and trying to find them to sell for people to people yeah, uh, and how picky some of these collectors can be—it's just a huge pain in the asshole. It is. Um, but uh, you know, then Masters of the Universe Origins has been dope, and we've been getting those. And then the Revelations figures are coming out with new figures. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's just NECA turtles have been just killing me, killing yeah. me, Smalls. Uh, <laughs> See, as much as I love Ninja Turtles, I can't collect them just because there's too much. There's so much. I mean, I haven't even got like the the Masters of the Universe Revolutions Battle Cat yet, just because I don't oh, have the room. Oh, now's for the it. perfect time. It's yeah. on, it's on, it's half off at Target. Really? Twenty okay. bucks. Or I'm next, get... I mean, I saw it. I mean, next time you come out, you want me to grab one? I'll grab one for you. Yeah, it's grab one. Yeah, great. Yeah, next one, grab one for me. Okay. Next one, grab one for me. I wish I would have waited. Thanks, Clay. <laughs> I, Clay, thank you so much for grabbing one for me. But if I, I wish I would have thought about it, and I should have thought about the fact that everywhere I went, there was twenty thousand on the shelf, and I wouldn't think. Well, to be fair, at the time when they first came out, the collectors were buying them, the flippers were buying them to flip. That's true. And That's now true. they're everywhere. And hindsight, we didn't know because people were all buying them. That's, I mean. That's fair. Now, I mean, I'm trying to get all the old Masters universe, like the re-releases, the retro releases for Masters, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to run out of room and funds because, like, I'm finding some that I wasn't able to find before. Now I'm finding them everywhere, and then there's some that I can't find now. I should have grabbed it in first wave that I didn't because I thought I don't need that. And now I'm like, you're talking about the Origins ones, right? Yeah, they're they're so good, man. These figures are awesome. It's like I don't have Evil in. Uh, I don't have Clamp Trap yet. Uh, I didn't pick up Ram Man, and I didn't pick up Battle Damaged uh, or uh, Armor Damaged He Man yet. So I'm like, there's, and I still need to get Jitsu and uh, Stratos. So yeah, there's too many. There's too many. Uh, the struggle is real, Aaron. It is. It is. 
I, I was just I was just happy when I found uh, Sorceress and uh, Mosquitoor, but now I'm just <laughs> I'm like it's too much. Um, oh my god! Listen, but but for that Spider-Man line to kind of go back to that, um, my main goal is to get the Japanese Spider-Man. That's my main goal. Nineties animated Spider-Man. That's definitely going to be a pickup, and of course, Tobey Maguire. I mean, oh god! I mean, yeah. I I made that. I, I made the joke about how they need to make that like a few several episodes ago. No, last episode when we talked about No Way Home. Yeah, about yeah, but the Marvel Legends, Toby, and the the new Sinister Six type stuff, and it it's it's happening. So Man. hopefully, with like the second wave of Spider-Man, we, <sighs> we, we get the we get not only. Amazing Spider-Man Andrew Garfield one, but also the one from Amazing Spider-Man two. Both those comic suits, yeah, because he, awesome. he, he wore two different comic suits. So that's true. That's Hopefully true. that happens. Hopefully that happens. We'll have to wait and see, man. I think I'm I'm gonna have to come to have a come to Jesus talk with myself at some point about the shit I've been picking <laughs> up and tell myself I need to stop on something and I don't know what that something is yet, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm. I'm well, next toy, next toy show. I'm, I'm. I'm unloading a lot of stuff. I'm gonna unload a lot of toys to clear out for. Uh, I need to put bookshelves in my office and display cases to display my He-Man, to display my Godzillas, and display my horror uh, Nekas. So, I need to start building this, and and my wrestling figures too, like the AEWs and the Elites, to uh, display all those. So Man. I am in the same boat as you. I am Man. in the same boat. This episode is sponsored by the Farm Drinkery. Best dive bar in the corner of a strip center on Champions Forest Drive in Luetta in Spring, Texas. 22 local beers on tap and world-famous wings. Come for the great atmosphere, stay for the free high five. Use the code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your bill. Let's talk about things that we've watched. Because since then... Since our last episode, some things have come out or started or started coming out. And let's start with what had everybody's attention the first week in January. And that's Cobra Kai. Season four came out. And I'm going to be honest with you. I love season one. Season two is probably my favorite. Season three happened. (laughs) <laughs> it happened and, and here's why here's why i say that i feel in season three that they put a lot of flashbacks in there just for the sake of having flashbacks of hey remember remember this character we got the actor we got the actor actress back so be happy they're back Fit, 10 minute flashback scene to showcase this one actor actress that was in there for maybe three minutes but you know what we got her so let's do that and there was a lot of flashbacks it's all fan service man it is this this whole thing is fan service season four though i think it was it was good it was really good you know i have to imagine this is the way that people feel when they got when the buffy thing was happening you know i mean Mm -hmm. like i've never been like the last time i felt like this about like watching a tv show on a regular basis was like supernatural back in the day you mean supernatural was my shit I was a Dean girl, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. whatever you want, how you want to call it, dude. Dean was my dude, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" Like, that was this show was awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, Cobra Kai has been so good. Uh, 
if you had told me like a few years ago that you're going to take Johnny Lawrence and make him a sympathetic character, I'd have said <laughs> no way. Yeah. Because he was an asshole. But then, you know, like you look at it now and they do the flashback, like they showed you the fight, right? With him and yeah. Danny. Yeah. And him giving and apologizing. To I don't remember that as a kid, but it definitely happened. Yeah. Like it did. him saying, you're, you're the champion. You're the champion. Yeah. At the end of like, part one, at the end of the first yeah. movie. I was like, whoa, that's right. I forgot he said that shit. Like, cause you know, I guess selective memory. Mm-hmm. You're like thinking like, no, he's just been a dickhead all these years. Screw this guy. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. I think, uh, you know, you, when you go back and look at it with your adult, you know, look on life. You're like, he's not the asshole I thought he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he, was, he, doing, he was just doing what his sensei told him to do. Whether That's he true. wanted to do or not, he did what he was told to do like any other student would do. Yeah, that, that is very much true. So, oh, man. Oh. Uh, well, so one question I have to ask is this. Well, first of all, what did you think of the season? Overall, what did you think of the season? I think it's great, man. I think they, uh, they, they got me hooked over and over again. So, and here's the question I have to ask. In season three, uh, one of the big surprises was them bringing Allie back. And nobody knew she was coming back. They kept her a big secret. And when you didn't know she was there until you watched the episode and her mom moved out of the way. And there's Elizabeth Shue on the couch making her debut. Yeah. For season four, they hyped up and advertised Terry Silver months before the show dropped. Do you think they should have kept him a secret? Yes. Yes, 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 and yes. Now, with, uh, you know, are we doing any spoilers here? Yeah, we could do spoilers. Okay, listen. Uh, <clears throat> yes, they should have kept <clears throat> him a secret, but they also, um, they they did the best thing they could have done with, uh, what's his face from part three? The, uh, uh, when he went to, uh, to Japan? Oh, uh, from part two, Chozon. Oh, season, he was in season three, but he was in part two of the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Chosen. yeah. I think they did that right uh, by uh, not not advertising him. Yes. You know what I mean? They didn't advertise him. Yeah, I think that was the best way. They, they should keep it like that all the time. Okay. Like, uh, you know, obviously the next Karate Kid would be kind of cool, but I don't know if you'll ever get What's-Her-Face to... Uh, Hillary Swank? Yeah. Because you got they, these two, you got these two well, girls, man. Like this power struggle. You know what I mean? Well, like, um, the directors or the showrunners said that, um, they're like when asked about Hillary Swank, they, the people are straight asking, "What about Hillary Swank?" They're like, "Well, we can't say if we've talked to her. We can't say if we haven't talked to her. But let's just say that we have plans in case something doesn't go wrong, or something goes right, or goes wrong. We have backup plans just in case." Oh wow! So that'd be cool. It looks like they might have talked to her the way they sound like. And depending on her scheduling, uh, she could be in the next season. And from what I hear, uh, like they want, they only want to do five seasons. That, that's kind of the end point. Really? They do five. So if they were going to bring her in, then they need to bring her in. But if it happens, it'll be cool. If not, I don't mind it because we still, we still don't have bad boy Barnes. He hasn't made his, debut yet or anything yet either so well, i think we're not far from that probably yeah we're with, probably not uh, far from that with what happened at the end you're like oh shit it's about to get real yeah, yeah so we got we got silver and we got chosen coming back so all of that um and actually that will tie into something else that we'll talk about later uh with something else but i mean the show for me season four was great i really enjoyed it 
I thought the twists and the turns and the story writing, um, it's just done so well. And Kreese is such a good bad guy. Oh, yeah. And then Silver being kind of like the the balance of his evilness uh, and basically him getting pulled in from his new life to back to being the crazy, eccentric, just mastermind. It's just even better. It's just... It's pulled crazy. my heartstrings, man. It kept me. It kept me guessing, and that's what you want from a show like this. You don't want to. You don't want to immediately give us the the silver we knew. Yeah, I felt. I felt bad for that character at certain points. So I was like, leave this man alone, dude. Like he, you know, he's leaving his bullshit in the past. But it's like, you know. And the thing is, is that you don't. I mean, Crease brought him back in, pulled him back in, and then when his plan backfired and blew up in his face, you're like, but. You brought it all on yourself. That's what you mm-hmm. get, sucker. That's what that is what you get. That is what yeah. you get. Uh, I mean, don't 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 try to outthink a millionaire. Don't. <laughs> you're going to lose. No matter how smart you think you are, you're going to lose. Yeah, when that when that dude in the hospital bed was like, "Oh, John Cruise," I was like, "Oh!" And it showed how that happened. I was like, "Oh, you son of a bitch, Hulk Hogan! Look pretty at this much. guy." Pretty much. <sighs> pretty much. Now. What the show did the tournament ending surprise you for both the winners of the tournament? Um, if I remember correctly, it was uh, God, who was it? Fuck, no, it was the Eagle guy, right? The kid, Hawk won the boys, yes, but and, then uh, what's Tori won, won the girls, Tori won the girls, yeah, yes, uh, surprising, honestly, yeah, uh, but I think that's kind of what the show's been about has just been uh, keeping you on, uh, keeping you guessing, and so true. You know, there's been character development across the board with all these characters, you know, with uh, Hawk and his buddy, like the goofy nerdy kid. Like, he's yeah. had a cool storyline. Dimitri. Uh, Dimitri, yeah. And then um, uh, Danny's son, who is a dickhead, and he was picking on the <laughs> black kid. Um, what was that kid's name? Oh, uh, Anthony LaRusso. Yeah, Anthony was messing with that one kid. And, yeah. Dude, talk about somebody who could get to play Miles Morales in a live yeah. action movie. Yeah, that kid would kill it. Kill it. He, he would. He's got. He, he's able to do flips and everything like Tom Holland did. I mean, God, dude. If, if you're if you're Disney, you're contacting that kid. And like, <laughs> hey, man. So uh, we got a little bit of money. You got this truck going back up to your house if you're uh, wanting to make some cash. Definitely. Um, man, this is it's great. It's fantastic. I you know there's <laughs> I have the NECA uh, two packs of the turtles with uh, Danny and Johnny. Have you seen those? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen those I'm, in the stores. Yeah, and I'm waiting for the crease and um, Miguel sets too. Miguel. Speaking of speaking of Miguel, uh-huh. did you notice that he uh, beefed up between season three and season four? There's a reason for that, and we'll get into that later. I'm about to say, I think tie- I know the reason. I think you know the reason, but we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it later on the episode because that ties into something else that we watched. Okay, but yes. what 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 you're saying with the figures, I do own. Cause I saw it there. I saw it in the store and I put it back. I'm like, cause I took a picture of like the Fortnite guy in the skeleton suit. And then I found the Johnny Lawrence <laughs> skeleton suit NECA. And I said, that's like, you know, when you order from the store, when you order from wish, and then I looked oh, up how much man. the Johnny Lawrence skeleton was going for. I'm like, Holy crap. And I went back and got it. <laughs> I drove oh, back really? after work to pick it up. So I have the, I have the Halloween costume, Johnny Lawrence. How much is he going for now? Uh, when I checked last, he was going for over 60 because of Cobra Kai. That's awesome. He was going for over 60. So, um, 
that's probably the only Karate Kid Johnny Lawrence figure or Cobra Kai figure I'm going to grab is that one. <laughs> but because um, that because that's kind of my favorite scene in the whole first movie was that one whenever they whooped Daniel's ass at the Halloween party, and yeah. then Mr. Miyagi whooped their ass. Um, Dude, so good. Yeah, so good. But season four was great. I liked it. It's probably my second favorite season after part two because part two was just so good. The drama oh, was man. there. It was just really great. So if you were to rank the four seasons, uh, how would you rank them? <sighs> I would have to say probably season one would be top for me just because it, what it did to reestablish Johnny as a uh, – just bringing, the, bringing William Zapka back to yeah. the spotlight. And then Danny – or uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. I mean, you know, just the nostalgia vibes it created for me were so awesome. Uh, yeah. I'd say season four right after that, because we're now we're, you know, to risk sound like a, someone who's trying to connect with the, the youngins here, but into the thick of it, <laughs> if you will. Yes, uh, with season four. Season four is just, it's full throttle now. And so yeah. it's very exciting to see where it's going to go. Uh, I would have to say season two after that. And like you, I'd say season three is kind of my one where, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, it happened. Like you said, yeah. it's, it's true. It did happen. But it's like part of, the, you know, to do what they want to do, that stuff had to happen to some certain true. degree. Because they're trying to find new audiences, too. It's not just us, you know, 40s. You guys are in our late 30s and 40s. Like, yeah. you know, it's for, they're trying to get a new audience, too, for the new, you know, new generation. So. Well, yeah. I mean, plus they're their merchandising targets. They're targeting all, like, the, the young kids. Like, the kids' clothing. Like, the high-end clothing. Like, Supreme. And champion sure. and all those brands with Cobra Kai and Karate Kid stuff. So yeah, they're they're definitely doing it smart with the marketing and with who they want to go after for new fans, as well as the old fans too. Like of us. Course. Of like course. us. So <laughs> from that show to a new show that we've both watched, uh starring well. We watched Peacemaker, the first three episodes of Peacemaker. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say I'm gonna start this off and say this. I am not a John Cena fan. I hate the guy. I hate his backstage politicking. I hate his robotic acting. I hate pretty much the guy to me is a walking leech of a person who is very hypocritical and very robotic to or very controlled by the money. That's how I see him. And I say this by listening to other people talk about him. People, wrestlers and former wrestlers that have talked about him who do not have a lot of nice things to say. Even people who still work for WWE who have said non-nice things about him because of how he acts. So my hate comes from him because of a lot of these things. And I trust these people because they're still working for WWE and even if they had these opinions, they know that they would probably get, you know, dealt with because that's Vince's golden boy. That, that That's his cow when it's not Brock Lesnar. So <laughs> when this series came out, I half wanted to see it and I half didn't because I love James Gunn. James Gunn is yeah. in my top form of entertainment creators, not just a director, an entertainment creator. So mm -hmm. love James Gunn. Hate John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So I was torn. <laughs> I, I, I will. I, I'm legit torn. Um, but uh, I, I'm really enjoying the show. I'm really enjoying Dude. the show. If anything, Phenomenal. the soundtrack is amazing. The <laughs> writing is amazing. The acting is great, despite him being in it. It's just been a fun, entertaining show. From the intro to the outro, it's fun. It's fun. What are your thoughts? For you know, th- gonna... well, first three episodes. First three episodes. <clears throat> okay, so you haven't seen the most recent one? Number four? Yeah. I have not seen number four yet. I've only seen the first three. Oh, my God. Okay, so, you know, everybody who's portraying a role in this show is bringing something to the table in their own right. They're all talented to some, yes. you know, for whatever degree. Um, John Cena, when you were talking about your, your laundry list of things that you hate about John Cena, <laughs> I was starting to wonder if you were talking about Hulk Hogan or not. I couldn't tell which one you were talking about, nah, but it seemed like they're pretty much the same guy. Slave to the money, backstage asshole, you yep. know, uh, robotic and rigid. I mean, they're, you know, he's the prototypical, which is funny, even if you know his history. Yeah. He's the prototype of, you know, what Vince loves in a flagship guy, a face of the company. And a company man. The company man. Telling the company, company line. Absolutely. Yes. Um, when I saw him in the Suicide Squad, I was thoroughly I was thoroughly impressed with what they did with him, honestly. Yes. I, I was, you know, I think wrestling is the same way as acting is. You, you, you uh, accentuate the strengths and you hide the weaknesses. Uh, for John Cena, I think you accentuate the positives in as much <laughs> as that he just, uh, he's just, you know, he's a big muscle head, right? Yes. He's very yeah. much uh, his own biggest fan. Yes. He's very he self-serving. He's very vain. Yes. And all of these qualities that Peacemaker seems to carry as well as John Cena, the, the man. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, so talk about perfect casting. It's almost like I would liken John Cena being cast at Peacemaker. It's like casting Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man. I don't think you could have picked a perfect person, a more perfect person to play this character. That is very true. That is you know I mean? very That's, much true. It's we're talking about two different you know levels of uh, stardom and, and what they bring to the table, but it's the same formula. Uh, you you couldn't have done better if you wanted to. That is true. Um, John Cena is just phenomenal in this show because he's such a meathead prick and you know you have to give and this is my opinion for what it's <laughs> worth i want to say uh-huh. you're gonna have to give like at least 75 percent of the credit to the writing and directing of james gunn and the directors are working with james gunn that's right because james gunn knows how to craft and weave a story to where you can take the most asinine character and make him sympathetic and make you give a shit. You're like, okay, all right. Same thing happened with Star Lord. Same thing happened with uh, uh, Drax. Yep. Rocket. I mean that whole. I mean that whole crew. That whole movie's about that. You're taking, you know, uh, ragamuffin characters that nobody gives a shit about in the Marvel universe. You know, and turn them into stars, absolute stars. Well, okay. For a big a big difference for what James Gunn did. He took a background brick of a character, Groot, and basically made him the one of the breakout stars of the series. Mm-hmm. Because if you read the if you read the Guardians of the Galaxy comics with 
James, the team that James Gunn pulled from, Groot wasn't really the breakout star. People, people who read the comics would quote, I am Groot, I am Groot, mm-hmm. but he wasn't the the popular character. It was like it was fan favorite bug. And I remember when they did yeah. the casting for Guardians of the Galaxy, a lot of people were pissed that Bug was not in the cast. That's and that's due to copyright. Thing, that's due to uh, trademark and copyright because of Micronauts. Mm-hmm. So, but it, but I, I feel that he gave Bug's personality and Bug's fan favoritism to Groot and Rocket and sure. Guardians, and which made them like super popular as they are now. So, yeah, James Gunn can write. He can make anybody just great <laughs> dude vigilante like that's another character these are like these are characters that you wouldn't even call them d-list characters these are characters that like you know 1986 and 1987 just left in the dust you know what i mean like they were just mini series yeah they cuts. are they're mini series maxi series forgettables you know what i mean they're the untouchables yep. of the mid late 80s to early 90s yes. for dc and just made them so likable and so uh so um just intriguing as characters. Very much you, true. You know? Very much just, true. I mean, he's just, this James Gunn is like, I don't know if he can do any wrong when it comes to like film or writing a movie or yeah. directing a movie or whatever the case may be. God forbid he put out a tweet a long, long time ago and say something stupid. We've all done it and nobody's saying it's no, okay. No, no, okay. Like, okay. I know what? I'll address those tweets. And here's why. Because I'm a big fan of trauma, trauma films, Lloyd Kaufman, the trauma, the Lloyd Kaufman society and universe and university. I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. So the tweets that James Gunn put out where he was in like the nun suit or the nun costume and whatever, that was a trauma Halloween party that he was attending. And he uh-huh. attended it with his best friend who was, an, who was like dressed up as an altar boy. This is trauma. Yeah. If you've never seen a trauma movie, go to YouTube and watch one or <laughs> buy one of the cheap discount DVDs that they have at Walmart or wherever. Toxic Avenger 1, one through 4, Sergeant Kabuki Man, uh, Class mm-hmm. of Newcomb High, uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Well, Tromeo and Juliet, James Gunn helped write. So mm-hmm. watch those movies and then look at those tweets. They go hand in hand because of the style of what is trauma entertainment. In today's day and age, unfortunately, people see an image, they get the wrong idea, and they don't do the research, and they see that and accuse and instigate and all this happens. It's a constant witch hunt, yeah. It is. It definitely is. People People who don't like a celebrity will find anything to out them to try to get them canceled. And what happened to James Gunn was stupid. It was a Halloween party for a company that's known for pushing the boundaries, for being edgy, and for going to that line, crossing it, tap dancing on it, doing the doing the tequila oh, yeah. dance on it, and then jumping back to the other side. Trauma has made it. That. Yeah, trauma has made it a science of uh, you know uh, waving the flag off. of waving the flag of irre- irre- irreverence, if you will. Yeah, I mean. There's a character in Toxic Avenger Part 4 called the Masturbator. <laughs> oh, God, I'm offended. Oh. I, I hope that film never, you know, gets released in 4K Blu-ray. 
because oh, people God. will get offended. But oh, I think he got canceled. He tried to get canceled for something that people didn't know the context of. They didn't. They just saw a picture, assumed the worst, and were idiots about it. They, they were idiots about it. Agreed. Uh, because because if you if you've watched interviews with James Gunn from the '90s, from his days of trauma, the dude is the most he is the most genuine and to be blunt, honest person in Hollywood. And I say that because whenever he was doing Guardians, the the, the press source for Guardians, people would ask him questions about other heroes and other characters that he, they wanted to bring in. He was trying to tell him, no, I couldn't put that in there because of this. I couldn't put that in there because of a future project. I couldn't put that in there because of this. He was honest. He was straight up honest. If he couldn't answer a question, he'd be like, I can't answer that and move on to the next. Mm -hmm. So yep. honest guy, honest guy. So that's my rant on James Gunn with this. But yeah, he wrote a hell of a show. Here's oh, my gosh. thing, though. Here's my thing. A few years ago, before he got fired, he was rumored to be working with Ryan Reynolds on a project for Marvel. Does the show Peacemaker, I'm asking this question out there for universe, think about it. Does this show feel like an X-Force show? The uh... jokes, the, with the fourth wall breaking, the gore, all of that, does this feel like an X-Force show? I can see where you're going with that. The, the vigilante feels like a lot like Deadpool. Um, Peacemaker's cable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. Uh, but I mean, hell, man, if you're James Gunn, you definitely made uh, Lemonade on Lemons, right? Yeah. Oh, he definitely did it. He definitely did it. So It just sucks that he traded Batista for John Cena. But still, uh, this is a hell of a show. This is a hell of yeah. a show. Yeah. Uh, and I am entertained by it. The, Eagly is awesome. The, <laughs> the, the Easter eggs are great. Um, Vigilante is hilarious because as soon as Vigilante popped up, I'm like, and the voice and the manners was like, that's Deadpool. Yeah. That's straight up Deadpool. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. Yeah. They, you know, follow the formula, you know, most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> Nicole, my wife, for those who don't know, was at work and I was at home that day and it came out and I was like, oh shit, this is out. So I, I put it on, you know, turned it on. It's like, oh, the first three episodes are out or whatever. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. So I just started watching. And I messaged her. I was like, hey, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I forgot this was out. I watched it without you. I'll watch it again because you're going to want to see every last bit of this. I said, you're going to love the, you're going to love the comedy. You're going to love the action. You're going to love the storytelling. You're most certainly going to love the soundtrack. The soundtrack, yeah. As soon as I heard the soundtrack, well, I heard, well, I take that back. When they showed the when they showed the trailer, about last month or two months ago, mm -hmm. no, it was a few months ago. When they showed the trailer, they had that rock song in there. I thought I was like, oh crap, that sounds like Steel Panther. And I <laughs> had a feeling I'm like, okay, if Nicole's going to hear this. She's going to, she's going to like it. I, oh, yeah. I, I had that feeling. Then I watched it after she said, "Oh, the soundtrack is amazing." And both her and <laughs> her and our friend Porsche were going back and forth about the soundtrack. I'm like, okay, I got it. Let me let me let me pause Eternals. Let me go check out Peacemaker. And uh, yeah, soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> so soundtrack good. is great. It's so great. Unbelievable. And Unbelievable. and uh, and if you follow in a uh, in our group chat, if you go to Spotify, James Gunn has a playlist of all the songs that he's going to have in this in this first season. So. I shared oh, okay. that also in our group chat. Nice. Um, 
so that way Nicole could see. And when Nicole saw that uh, House of Pains jump around was on there, she's like, I can't wait for that episode. So <laughs> it's only a matter of time, man. It's only a matter of so time. Um, but yeah, great show. Great. Well, great first three episodes. Yeah. Oh, great. the party just keeps going from there, pal. It, it, it's great. It, it's really great. So, um, like, so what has it been your favorites so far uh, for the first three episodes? Not fourth, but the first three. You know, I, obviously John Cena does a good job as Peacemaker. I, I, yes. I, I love that he's found his niche um, uh-huh. after wrestling. I mean, all his yes. backstage real-life bullshit aside, um, I mean, he's making the best of his uh, venture out into Hollywood. So, I mean, yeah. more power to him, man. I mean, at the end of the day, if he's making, you know, as long as he's not hurting anybody, I guess. I mean, I yeah. mean we'll never know. Like, you know, hopefully no no Maxine Gislaine or anything tells us <laughs> anything about him or anything like that. But, yeah. Um, so good. The guy who plays Vigilante is killing it. Um, I'm surprised that I'm I'm really surprised that they brought up such an asinine character as his dad as the White Dragon. Yes, but I guess that's kind of the point, right? Like you're supposed to pull all these like Z-list well, characters. James Gunn has that has that knack for deep cutting comic book fans and being a comic book nerd, and the fact that he name dropped Dollman, he name dropped. Batmite, dude. He's name dropping all these characters in the show, and it's like, wait, what? there's more name drops in in episode four. You're gonna be like, what the hell? Okay. You know, well, the cool thing is, like, when you, like, okay, when you mentioned Batmite, yeah. I was like, all right, so hold on a second. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. you mean to tell me somebody at at the DC, you know, uh, House of Ideas or whatever, could literally go, okay, well, since uh, James Gunn has now made uh, Batmite canon for this whole thing who's to say they can't just do like a, you know a six episode miniseries about batmite well, well do an animated one you know what you know what's okay you know what's funny about that is that since the teen titans go to the movies movie came out everything they've said in there about the about basically warner brothers scraping every kind of batman fandom to turn into a series has started to come true oh man we've, we've had alfred the series. Yeah. Batmite has not been name dropped. Oh, All we need now is a Batmobile series, a, a Batarang series. series, a Batarang series. <laughs> listen, listen, I don't know if you remember, uh, not too long ago, not too distant past, uh, there was a thing called Batman Incorporated. It was a comic yeah, series. I remember that. And there was a Bat Cow. There was, uh, 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 there was like an Asian ninja Batman. Oh, no, oh, no, no, it's getting better because. Coming soon this summer, we have Bat Dog, Ace the Bat Hound, and Crypto getting a movie. I'm going to watch it, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I have no reason. Look, this- <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait. Here's my point, though. And Nightwing is still waiting out there in the shadows for something. Oh man, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like Nightwing. If they're going to do anything with Nightwing, it will be a spin-off Titans of the Titans Go series. predicted the future. Teen Titans Go predicted the future. It was true. <laughs> they're, going to, form. they're going to they're going to end up spinning it out into an HBO Max miniseries. That's the only thing I can think yeah. of. It would have to be after Titans or or congruent with Titans, and give him his own Nightwing storylines. I mean, I I, would, I don't know how else you would do it. No, you know? I, I would I would do a Nightwing show on the heels of that, like the Mandalorian, where he comes into something. He comes into a small child or something. That he's returning to its owner, returning somewhere, and he's like the guardian. I would do like a lone wolf and cub. You would give it the lone Nightwing. wolf and cub treatment. I would give Nightwing the lone wolf and cub to where he's on the run constantly 
without the help from Bruce. He's on his own. I think that would be the best way to introduce Nightwing without Batman. And he's on the run on his own. Uh, at this point, uh, okay, look, if we're just fancy booking that, yeah. if I was, if they asked me, like, hey, what do we want to do with a Nightwing series? I'm like, look, okay. Uh, one of the characters you haven't introduced yet is Damian Wayne. Have him, and I'm not talking about an infant. I want him to grab a 10-year-old Damian Wayne who's been trained by the Boat League of Shadows. Well, just get, have just, to, just, get a, just get number six from the Umbrella Academy, the, that show. Yeah. He was I mean, a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. If if Damien, you know, Damien is a, a trained killer at 10 years old or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Uh, Nightwing, you, you know, being raised by Bruce, wants to do everything that Bruce didn't do for him. You know what I mean? Yes. So he's yes. going to try to father, he's going to try to father a trained killer and think he's doing, he's, he's going to think he's doing Damien favors by protecting yeah. him. When really, in reality, there'll be something, something to happen where Damien will blow his mind and be like, oh shit, you can protect yourself. Or yeah. Damien does something to help him and save him. Like, oh, True. then that show, whatever that show is, will just be turned on its ear. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it becomes a, a partners in crime uh, road, you know, a, a buddy yeah. cop uh, spinoff type show. At Definitely. That, point. that would be cool. Th- that would be cool. That would be cool. But going back to Peacemaker, because, yeah, that, that, like, that was a good rant that we both had off topic about Nightwing. Cause that's because again, the, the bat barrel is getting constantly either getting refilled with Batman or scraped for side characters, except for Nightwing, which is a tragedy. It's, a shame. it's, it's a shame. definitely a tragedy. And the fact that Teen Titans Go has predicted the future of Batman franchise with the parodies is even more hilarious. But really back to movie. Peacemaker, um, I'm, I'm three episodes in, and so I've, I've seen the spaceship, Project Butterfly, and all of that. And I'm bringing this up now because a we're, I kind of need to we're going to close the episode out soon, uh, and b this kind of brings us back to Cobra Kai. They mm. need a way to write Miguel off or to make him part time. <laughs> yeah, and there's a reason for that. The actor who's playing Miguel Zolo, I can't pronounce his last name, and I'm even going to try, even though I am half Hispanic. I'm not even going to try to do that. Um, he will be playing Jamie Reyes. AKA is it Jamie Reyes. Yeah. Jamie uh, Reyes. Uh, Jaime. Jaime Reyes. Blue beetle. The, the, yep. the current blue beetle, not the old, not, blue Ted, beetle, Cord. not yeah. Ted Cord, but the current blue beetle. And he has, he has, he has buffed up. He's growing his hair out. All of that to play blue beetle. I can't wait. Here's, here's the thing. In peacemaker, the ships, the alien ships that have been popping up as like the little things, when they form to their ship, they look like scarabs. And if you are a somewhat oh, DC crap. fan, if you're a DC I didn't even fan, think about that. They look like the little ships that promote or mutate people into bug-like creatures that could possibly be a blue beetle. So Ooh. Peacemaker might lead into Blue Beetle. And we might, Ooh. and there's one rumor I heard from another from another podcast that says that after the final episode of Peacemaker, that will lead into a trailer. For Blue Beetle. So. Oh man! Oh my God! Uh, okay. Uh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go watch episode four, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as soon as the spaceship, like, or see that little that little totem formed to a spaceship with the hieroglyphs, I'm like, that's Blue Beetle. 
I wasn't even thinking about that. If you look at that ship before it even turns into a ship, you're like, there's like blue, like yeah, blue lights, Sanskrit looking, you know, yeah. uh, hieroglyphs and crap. I didn't even think about that. Holy shit! Okay, <laughs> we we can't talk about episode four. Okay, but yeah, we can talk about that next week. We can talk yes. about that next week yes. after I get caught up because I still got to watch Eternals. And I want to talk about mm-hmm. that. Yes, I need to watch episode four apparently. Uh, I need to cop. I need to get caught up on my other shows too. My guilty pleasures, which is AKA relatively famous and Jersey Shore. I need to get caught up on those because oh I, I am about that life. Uh, but Aaron. as we're closing out this episode, I do have to. I do have to say uh, one thing that I've kind of told you to watch and check out, just because I found it entertaining, and that's the Witcher series. And while I was quarantined away. I marathoned The Witcher 2 season 2 or Witcher season 2 episodes on Netflix and Henry Cavill people know as Superman mm-hmm. or you you know him as the uh the agent that was in I think the latest Mission Impossible movie he was in he was in there with like you know he kind of reloaded his fists in the the trailer oh yeah yeah um he does a good Geralt he does a good Geralt and the character is so different is the complete opposite of Superman that it makes, he makes it work in Superman. He's all, he's the boy scout. When he's Superman, he's the boy scout, the all powerful boy scout, right? The right. witcher, he's the grimy, dirty, somewhat bounty hunter that is taking down monsters. He fights and hunts monsters or favors for his friends or stuff like that. It's the complete opposite. Even the way he looks, it's the opposite. But the show is so well done. And I and it's so well done that I want to read all the books. I'm like wanting to get all seven books to read them all because I want to know more. I know I will never invest the hours and hours of gameplay I'll play into the no games. Way. It won't ever happen. Won't ever happen. I can admit that. <laughs> but the books, I can I can pace myself and read. And I want to, and I want to do that. Now, along with season one and season two, there's an also an animated movie, like very Castlevania esque animated movie, which uh. is so good. But you have to watch the animated movie after season two. It just okay. it'll make more. It'll make more sense to okay. me. It'll make. I'll, the animated movie I believe came out before season two, but when you watch it afterwards, it makes a lot more sense. Okay. Okay. So. Definitely, I'm telling you to check it. I'm not requiring you to watch it. This is just a suggestion to check yeah. it out. Be- because when this came out in the top 10 of Netflix, it only reached number seven. And I feel that this is very underrated of how well it was done. The practical effects are so good. The CG is really well done. Um, it's just something that I think it's overlooked for the Cobra Kai's. It gets overlooked for the crime dramas on Netflix. It gets overlooked for a lot of things. But it's definitely worth checking out. So okay. definitely give it a watch if you can. I'm thinking about it. I mean, I might start after uh get off here, man. I might throw it on the first episode while I'm working just to kind of see what the see what the what the, the story is, is here. Yeah. The Again, it's like Game of Thrones, but with a but with a heavy Castlevania-esque vibe to it. And if you like the monster hunters, if you like the medieval type fantasy stuff, it's just really well done. And okay. I'm a fan of it now. I'm a fan of it. So definitely check that out. 
And, and I know we I know we normally do like what are you reading, watching, playing, or whatever like that. Um, I did pick up two games since our last podcast or last episode. I picked up Halo Infinite, which sadly is still a shrink wrapped in the past. I was just about to ask you, how <laughs> have you not played that, man? Like, uh, I mean, I miss Halo. Dude, I miss say I miss Halo so goddamn bad. I, well, I miss sitting on Halo for hours and hours when I was like in my twenties. <laughs> you know why? You, you got to get Halo. You got to get it. I, I need a squad. I need a squad up. Okay, I got to get a new Xbox, or is it we're on Xbox? No, it's on Xbox. It's not. No, it's Xbox One. It has the little. Uh, if oh. you, I know this is camera based for us. Okay. But uh, trying to get to where it lightens up. Yeah. See. Oh, Xbox okay. One. Okay. But I might have to do that. Uh, also picked up a game called Ghost Recon Breakthrough, which is very sandbox. It's like the Division game that that I raved about uh, two years ago which is really a lot of fun. This is sort of similar open sandbox. You go do side missions to liberate an Island of technology and everything, but you're in the jungle and you're like alone. You're kind of lone wolfing it, but you can team up with other people too, if you want to. And I've been having a lot of fun playing that sniping people from a distance to take over a base. The hours I've spent doing that it's tedious, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And so I've been playing that whenever I have a chance, I've been playing that. Nice. And it's just been a lot. That's been a lot of fun too. So Ghost Recon Breakthrough, which I've been playing, but I do have Halo Infinite, which I have not opened yet. So I need to. Uh, I need to get my Xbox uh, <laughs> from my mom's house. <laughs> so like, in my old bedroom, yeah, uh, sitting there collecting dust. I need to bring it over here and hook it up to my uh, my computer monitor. I have a TV I use for a computer monitor hey, that's that I fine. can just like pour it over to the other HDMI because I. I that that man, I does Halo Infinite have a story? To, uh, does it have a, a yes. regular story too? It does it have okay. a campaign story? Yes, it does. Okay, and that's man. what I'm and that's what I'm waiting to save because I know that when I play the storyline, once it's done, unless there's skulls or challenges I need to hit, I'm probably not going to do the campaign again. But I'll do the multiplayer. So oh, I'm okay. waiting to do the campaign because I know it's going to be great, and I don't want to waste it yet i want to i want to savor it i want to save it for so many memories of just like being pissed off and then super fucking pumped when you get like a some dude's been talking shit and he's got a fucking rocket launcher and you got the sword and you bull through his ass or whatever (laughs) it is you're like yeah eat my ass you you know like you're just like yeah well and you know in this one you get a grappling hook in this one so you can like scorpion yourself over to them and then snock them out oh that's cool so I mean, I'm about they, to they, learn how to play all over again. It's been so long. Yeah, you will. Well, everybody has to with this one, um, and that's also like with with the figures that have come out. Um, I am missing the new Master Chief that has the grappling hook for the for the the figures for that. I've got the classic Chief. I've got the battle damage Chief. All I need now is the Chief with the grappling hook to yeah. kind of finish off the Chiefs. I will so, keep my eyes peeled. Thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So, along with that, we're hitting almost an hour and a half mark. They can kind of close stuff out down, you know, kind of yeah, yeah. start running it down. Uh, where can people find you with your Man, arts? Uh, always on Instagram uh, at, at Chris Foreman artist. I um, admittedly, I haven't had a chance to put a lot of art uh, outside mm-hmm. of um, just the occasional thing here and there. Uh, I've been so busy with set work that I just been in commissions. Okay. I've just been doing that. I haven't had any free style time, but there's cons coming up toy shows mm-hmm. and comic cons and i told myself i'm gonna start making new prints 
Okay. Uh, and, and make new content for that. So I'm going to be hitting that again pretty soon. Obviously, Facebook, if you just look my name up on there, mm-hmm. um, I think you'll see a picture of Olaf doing the smolder from Tangled. That's me. <laughs> uh, Collectomania, if you're a, a comic collector, toy collector, uh, whatever. Um, uh, we're at a, we're on 10910 uh, East Freeway. No, Katy Freeway. Katy Freeway, Houston, Texas, uh, Suite 208. In, you know, um, you ought to just like print out the address and just pin it to your computer. That way. I should, man. It's, and, until it know, becomes repetition, you have it there. Uh, Boom. Yeah, because I'm always jealous when you listen to podcasts. We're like, oh, go to our page. And you have Frozen. All right. Is he coming back? I don't know. He has Frozen in place like Olaf. So, I'll just pick it up before he says right here. So, Collectomania, follow them on, find them on Instagram, find them on Facebook. I do believe they're on Facebook. They have their, and he's sort of coming back, but not really. Okay, there you are. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Like you're, you're not frozen anymore. So, uh, what I was saying was, find you on Instagram, find Collectomania on Instagram. Your address should be in the bio for that yes. page. Correct. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Are you on face? Is Collectomania on Facebook? Yes, absolutely. Yes, it's awesome uh, it's got this awesome logo that's a complete, completely not a Hulk, Hogan ripoff uh, <laughs> of, of Hulkamania. Yes. Uh, it's it's uh, by the awesome AG Designs, uh, yeah. Aaron Garcia, the one and only, uh, which I still need to get with him about getting my Comic-Con spanners made when I give them some art to put on there. That is true. That is true. <laughs> we do need to talk about that or yeah. get that done. Yes. Um, but yeah, you can find you Collectomania. Again, Front Row Negative, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we are on Apple iTunes. We're all over the place. Subscribe to us, give us likes, give us uh, reviews, give us five-star reviews, please. Give we us have money. merchandise, we have shirts, <laughs> we have stickers through the Public and Redbubble stage. If you go to a website and it is not Public or Redbubble, but you see Front Row Negative there, do not buy that. That is a bootleg that I'm currently fighting with a whole bunch of other people because of something. You know what? I forgot to ask this. That's that. That brings me up to something. Have you seen the? What do you think of the Moon Knight trailer? Oh man, dude, what a fucking time to be alive for yes. us nerds. I mean, my God, we, there's not. It'll never. We are in the renaissance of nerddom. <laughs> it'll never. We're going to peak at some point, and we're going to. Yep. We're ten, you know, whenever how long from now we're going to look back and be like, man, it'll never be this good again. Yeah, because everything will be new. Everything's new now. <laughs> it's and, new, and- fresh content. Well, see, I only bring that up because since the trailer dropped, mm-hmm. my Moon Knight or my unofficial Moon Knight shirt <laughs> that's on my site has been selling. I, I've I went from selling like maybe two or three a week to two or three a day. That's awesome. So it's been great. So yes, I have a Moon Knight shirt. It's on my T Public page. It's on my Red Bull page. Go copy before I get that cease and desist because it is the unofficial. <laughs> official shirt for moon Knight that i've had for i think five years now up there and and that one has surpassed my previous title holder of my iron fist shirt before that show came out oh man so so go cop that i think my second place now is the the uh mandalorian bounty hunting and babysitting shirt and my number third place that has come out of nowhere is my terry bogart shirt that has risen through the ashes and has become my number third uh, selling shirt now, which crazy, su- which has surpassed the um, 
the Matches Malone shirt that I made long, like a long time ago. That was like one of the first ones I did. And Matches That's Malone insane. sold a lot. Matches Malone did sell a lot, but Moon Knight has just taken the the lead uh, over that recently. But yeah, That's we've so got bad. merch. But yeah, Front Row Negative, we've got merch. Just look it up, Front Row Negative. We have several different design shirts. I'm working on one right now for our podcast that should be coming out within a week or two. I just want to perfect it a little bit. I kind of want to yeah, perfect it out. Uh, so go follow that. Uh, Chris said it, Awesome AG Designs. I have a Facebook for that, and that's it. No, no, I have a website, www.awesomeagdesigns.com. I have that. Um, follow that. Give that a like, all that cool stuff. We have a YouTube channel, Front Row Negative, the YouTube channel. Yeah. Give us a subscribe. Give us likes and shares and follows and all that love. And Because I'm always trying to post one video one new video a week whenever i can aaron's our video guy i'm not good at it so i don't do it <laughs> no it's just <laughs> it's just trying to find <laughs> random content to do like i still have so much other stuff that i haven't filmed yet like okay for example those disney pins that you got us the, the mystery mm -hmm. disney pins from star yeah. wars that from your trip from last year mm -hmm. haven't been opened yet because i'm saving those for a video Oh my god! And I'm and, and I keep forgetting to do because I got other stuff like the horror packs. I would have to do horror pack, or I have to do the Pepsi, or the Mountain Dew cans, or uh, all the other things that coincide with the releases. And those just kept going on the back burner because they're pens, and you know, there's no there's no season for pens. Those could be any time. But right. for a monthly subscription service, you have to hit that monthly number to get the to, get, to meet the quota for the company. And it's just been. I'm gonna do the pens probably soon. I did a Mystery 47 brand unboxing that I need to put up, and then I need to do Mystery Mini Star Wars for another company. Yeah, I got a lot on my plate. I'm a busy person. I'm a busy I'm person. Feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, with that, you've made it to the end. Give yourself a pat on the back. Thank yourself for, you know, listening to us ramble on about toys and TV shows this episode. Oh, man. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, you know, new year, new us. Not really. We're just saying <laughs> we're the same people. New podcast. Who this? New, new episode. New podcast or new episode. Yeah. New <laughs> podcast episode. So thanks for listening. And as we close out, I always usually say don't unfriend. Just always unfollow. And maybe I'll explain the story to that at a later episode. So until next time, I am Aaron. And I am Chris. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. So, bye. Go to ponchos. No. Fuck ponchos. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, why isn't it ending? This is Aaron from Front Row Negative, and if you like what you've just heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com, where not only can you listen to our show, but several other shows that are part of the Cross the Streams Media family. Such shows like Three Bears and a Mic, Dorksman, Secondary Heroes, Scott White's Dan Aykroyd Podcast, The Art of Boar Podcast, Burn Appetit, Bearing Ain't Easy, The STS Guys Podcast, and Toy Rewind. Movie Gap is there as well. But thanks for listening. And check out Cross the Streams Media. Until next time. Peace out. Cross the Streams.
This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.